everybody. Hi. I don't know why I did an accent there. Just uh, <laughs> thought I'd start with that. It's Maddie and Kat. Starts from yeah. This is episode three of our podcast, Falls in Your Court. Yeah. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the first two episodes, if you've listened. If not, you can check them out. We are actually thinking about moving the podcast to Spotify, which apparently is very easy. We were under the impression that you had to be like... An artist. <laughs> yeah, professional podcasters or something to be on Spotify, but apparently you don't. I feel like that just opens up a whole world of opportunities now that you can just put anything on Spotify. Mm. Like, anyone can just anyone. put anything on Spotify. It seems almost is a bit safe? like... Is that safe? <laughs> I feel like... But yeah, I guess it is safe. You could just write, like, a obsessive love note to someone and yeah. be like, check it, like, open your Spotify some babe. Yeah, maybe, but then Spotify probably have people who, like, could delete... It. Like, delete stuff. Or they delete our podcast. Oh, because it's too... What, well, it's too good. That's yeah, why. Exactly, yeah. That's why. Too many views, crash the internet. Ah, uh, we okay. crash it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the problem. Um, just because I know that some people who have listened on Substack, which is the one that we've been using, have sometimes found it a bit harder to listen on their phones. So hopefully if we move yeah. to Spotify, it will be easier. I personally quite like Substack just because it enables you to read things in your email inbox whilst you're meant to be doing work. Mm. So you can get like nice little like email notifications and it's just like an article about some fucking stupid thing or like food. Um, and to maybe someone walking by your desk or... It looks more professional. Yeah, it's like just reading emails and yeah. just reading like you know a long email about something boring like finance yeah I guess the only problem with that is not very many people who have been listening have subscribed via yes, their no, email I see, yeah I know I totally understand I'm just I'm just promoting Substack as like an alternative to doing work yeah when you want to procrastinate just listen to our as, podcast as a tip yeah and you can you know go on Substack also go on Spotify listen to us at the same time, mm-hmm. the time. that's the plan yeah so how has your week been my week has been alright I have really been struggling as I do every year with the change in weather and the change in lighting in terms yes. of it getting darker <clears throat> earlier. Always surprising even though it happens. I know but we're very British aren't every we? Every year. Every year it gets to that point where the clocks go, what do they go back or forward? I never no, no. remember. I always have to. I up. think they went back because we gained an hour. They went Backwards. back. So it hit 12 and then I don't know. Oh yeah yeah. It hits one and no, then it goes back hit, to 12. No I think it hits two Oh, yeah, it was. I was actually awake. <laughs> Hashtag cool gal that I am. <laughs> on the Saturday night, I was awake at two. Yeah. I think it was two, and it went back to one. Really? Yeah, Sweet. I think so. It was either that or it was three, and it went back to two. But I think it was two and then one. I don't think anyone knows, and I don't think anyone actually understands what gets lighter and what gets darker. Because no. I thought that the nights, the morning, were going to be darker, but then it was no. lighter. Yeah, yeah. So we gain. Which does make sense. What happens is we gain an extra hour light in the morning, but we lose an hour of light in you the lose evening the hour of your life. <laughs> yeah and you lose your will to live <laughs> yeah. that's what happens <laughs> So now it gets dark at 4pm, yeah. which is not fun. And so these last few weeks, that's been really affecting me. You know, there's this, they call it SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And I actually think most people in Britain probably suffer from it. Mm. I know that I do suffer from it. In that I do, my mood is majorly affected by the weather and, mm. the, and the fact that if I'm like, if I have evening plans, I feel less motivated to do them when it's already dark. I actually like, even thought that today when I was, 
just at work and I looked over and I was like, late night at the office and then checked my phone and it was like quarter past four. I honestly had the thought of, no, do I want to go home, get into bed? Yeah. Maybe have a bath oh, instead a bath. of like going out and like hanging out and seeing you, which mm. is, yeah. Obviously maybe. wild. Yeah. I mean, hanging out with me is a wild night out. Exactly. It's the opposite impression. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think that the thing I find that the darkness just, yeah, it makes me, it makes, because the days are shorter, they're literally shorter. So I feel like my motivation periods are shorter. And and that's also bad because I'm a night owl. So I'm, I, my like living hours are a bit shifted to the average person. Yeah. Um. So like I wake up a bit later, but I also often go to bed a bit like later. So that means now a large proportion of my day, my day is in the dark. That's and that's true, not yeah. good. That's like not nice. See, I get up at like around 6.30. So at the moment it's light yeah. when I wake up mm. and then I get to see the whole lightness. Yeah. So that does help. Although today was really drizzly and dreary. It's really like almost like kind of orangey mm. when I wake up at the moment. It's probably smog. It probably is. I mean, it's all pollution, pollution. isn't it? Which yeah. is funny because COP26 is happening right now. Yes. Um, we, it would, we wouldn't be good, well, environmentalists or in people who are interested in the environment if we didn't mention COP26. No. Which ultimately, I mean, I, I've, I've been keeping a bit of track bit on of it. A bit of a joke. It? But it's a bit, it's all as as Greta Thunberg would say, it's yeah. all blah, 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 isn't it? Yeah. They're all trying to say like, oh, we're going to keep it below the 1.5 degree mm. limit, but it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. It's been quite interesting in terms of politics yeah. at the moment. I've been like, with the students I teach, we've been like looking at um like two powers mm-hmm. geographies mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so it's quite interesting actually looking at last week or like, yeah, like look, this time last week, we watched a video from like the same day mm-hmm. of like Joe Biden being like, China is such a disappointment. Like the USA, when leaders were here we can't like care about climate change and like yesterday they just um like had a conference where they were like china and the usa coming together and now have a climate agreement so it's interesting politically it has nothing to do with the climate it's basically just like yeah power struggles it is oh i mean it, it majorly is like the uh, all of the rhetoric around like climate politics is all like it's people saying that they're going to make changes that actually and even if you like read the small print it's all like in the next 50 years yeah. we will do this and yet and each year they set a new target yeah. and you know we still they still haven't met the previous targets and the, the um, climate forecasters are already saying that we're definitely going to surpass the 1.5 degree target which keeps us within like manageable limits mm. so that we're going to go to at least two degrees and that's going to cause major problems yeah. and it's the poorer countries that are going to see the butt of all of, of all of those and actually a lot of what these cops are supposed to achieve from what I understand is more equitability so it's it's it should be more about the like richer countries committing to helping poorer countries manage the climate but actually what they're there is like we're gonna be net zero but you're not going to be net zero because what they do is they offset all their emissions to poorer countries Mm. Uh, i mean it's just a whole debacle you know let's let's focus on what's really important here our emotions this podcast (laughs) is not about cop 26 fuck that Um, so, uh, but actually, speaking of something that I have started this week, which has at least somewhat combated my SAD, to go back to what we were talking about, um, is I started netball. Yes, 
So I started, um, uh, I joined as a team with a few of my school friends and a couple of others. We formed a team and we joined this recreational netball league at, in Highbury Fields. Do you um, have a funny name? Or yes. Do you? We, so we, sp- we were spitballing some names. I came up with a few. Um, yeah, that was a pun. Um, and I, so the one that I really liked that I, I'd come up with, which was um, Netball Me By Your Name. Netball Me By Your Name. Uh, nice, uh. nice. But I feel like only like indie cinema goers might get mm. that. It might be lost on people. The average person. <laughs> the average Joe. <laughs> Although to be fair, I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name. It's on my watch list and I I keep meaning to watch it and I I actually haven't got round to it because it looks like a very dumb bell. Yeah. I just haven't got round to watching it. I don't know how I feel about the age gap in it. Mm. I have to say, but like watching them have sex, I was like, "Mm, that looks like a child. Yeah, because Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, whatever his name is. Whatever, yeah. He looks a bit like a Yes. Looks a bit like a a mouse. Yes. And it was like a mouse and tree. And and Army Hammer, who's like this cannibal. Hulk of a man. My sister said that to me yes. this week. She 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 said that um, Army Hammer is a cannibal. What what exactly does uh, that mean? Pre- I think there was like this scandal that this girl was like released all these texts from him that were like, I want to cut you up and eat you. I want to fry you. I'm not gonna right. like make you into a stir fry, something like that. Isn't that just in a sexual context? I think he's not actually intending to. I eat think her. possibly like maybe it was meant to be in a sexual context, but I think everyone's like mm, a bit far. I think he was like, you know, yeah. I'm gonna put you on a 180 degree freaking oven. <laughs> Like, a bit too far. I'm gonna get some olive oil yeah. and sprinkle some salt. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that doesn't sound ideal. Anyway, but that, so that was the episode we. But we actually went with hoops. I did it again. Hoops. I did it again. That's good. which is good. That's we all kind good. of agree that was a good. That yeah. was a good choice oh, from, that, that my friend Katie suggested. Um, although she did then admit she she did then admit she's gonna be embarrassed. I said this. She then admit that she looked up some like netball puns. So that was not. Original. But it doesn't matter because it was a really good name suggestion. So well yeah. done, Katie. That was a great name suggestion, and that is now our name. Well, our one is nice and fresh. It's um, New Crew. New Crew. Get New Crew. Get New Crew. No, New Crew. Okay. Not a pun. Just a name. Just New Crew. Yeah. <laughs> We've been New Crew for the last three years. I can't remember. Did you know any of the people you played netball with before you, or did you yes. just join a team? No, I knew my friend. She invited me, and yeah. then the first time I went, I collapsed. Oh, good. Yeah. And I died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My legs are really achy, especially my quads. Like, yeah. I pulled muscles that I didn't realise I had, mm-hmm. um, because I haven't really been doing that like it's very intense netball because it's very stop it and start is. it's a lot you think you don't think because you can't run in the netball for those who don't know the rules you can't run with the ball so that makes you think oh I'm not gonna be doing that much running that's incorrect yeah you do a lot of running because when you don't have the ball you have to sprint into space yeah and I play very main... complex and tricky oh it is <laughs> yeah I, I personally think it requires a lot more skill than basketball probably well not that I know I'm not just... an expert I just want to say also <laughs> as a caveat Katrina and I are not experts in anything that we discuss in, in this podcast. Absolutely. We're not experts in anything. Not even outside this podcast. So we, the what what we talk about here, and all of it is just our own opinions. And don't 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 take it as fact. Um, just we hope that like I mean we're not like hugely ill-informed. We're not like this isn't fake I news. Am. No, you're not. <laughs> this isn't fake news. But like I just thought it was important to say like we are talking about this isn't yeah. this is just like a chatty podcast. Yeah. It's uh, it's like it's our opinions. We're not here like fact scientists. That that that, that wasn't How a good word. Fact by scientists. Of course. Yeah, I have. No, I have. <laughs> um, yeah. So in netball, I generally play um, shooting positions. Do you think? Okay. I I think it's so interesting okay. bringing out who has what position in netball. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's very telling on your personality. 
personality. Okay, sure. So I play Sansa. Right. Oh, that's the key. That's the in. Yeah. You've got to be the most forty, really, to be okay. centre. Yeah. So which is impressive. Thank you. So I think I'm centre though. The psychology behind why I think I'm centre is that I want to be really involved. Like I want to feel important, not in a way that I feel need to have self-importance, but okay. I need to feel important. Like to integral. Other... I need to feel integral to other people. Like I need to feel wanted, needed. Okay. <laughs> and, and I guess I'm, yeah, I get this. It's more about your from... psyche, isn't it? it? Is. I'm just there for the emotional support. But yeah. as in like you know, I think like I want to feel like I am important to the game, but I don't want crunch time to be my responsibility. So the shooting. So bit. I don't want to have anything to do with stopping like well like you know to an extent I don't want to be the person that like is actually at stake if I miss mm-hmm. the ball or if I don't stop that ball from going in. Right, so right. I'm kind of there like setting it up, starting off the game. You know, I'm important, but I'm not like in the very last moment the most important. Person I get you. I get you. Yeah. That's. I mean, that is interesting, isn't it? Who and and they say that the wings because like, not a wing. <laughs> so the wings are the like arguably the most disposable yeah. if you had to because their positions are covered by other positions however having solid wings is really good like a good wing attack mm. is like really great um why uh, do you think that you're so you play goal shoot i play goal attack or goal, or goal shoot so put me through the psychology well i've all, like i've done i've played as a shooter I since like i shoot. i i just have always liked shooting mm. um i started in year seven when i joined the my uh, secondary school netball team i was one of the shooters um i get i get a lot of i get a lot of like i like shooting mm. like so i get enjoyment out of trying to shoot into the hoop i don't oh. which a lot of people find scary maybe as in like you enjoy the challenge yeah i enjoy the challenge That's i've cool. always enjoyed the challenge um so i've kind of always really played in a shooting position um some if if need be i sometimes will um go back and play wing attack mm. but i'm 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 more of an attacker and it's the same when i played football as well like i was often a midfield or striker like yeah. i like being near the front where the action is mm. and i'm not i'm because the, the things that i'm not that good at is like intercepting or defend like defending the goal i'm better at be like my own skill like yeah. what i do which is maybe shooting mm. and even and i should be a bit better but like that will come with practice yeah. so i think that's why I, that just relies on me instead of oh, having to rely yeah. on on being yeah, yeah on other people psychology so you want to be independent mm-hmm. you know you don't feel like you know at the very last moment it's just you you yeah. and the net yeah and me v net and you have no one to rely on but yourself then in that moment yeah into an extent see i i love setting that up yeah. like i get i get so much satisfaction from like helping mm-hmm. to set those things up and then watching and then and then it's out of my hands and then yeah. i'm like well i've done all i could but then don't you sometimes feel that that's a bit frustrating because it's out of your hands yeah, you're kind of have to trust people. So yeah. this is where trust comes in. Okay. But I feel that you just have to like you just trust your um play playmates. What are yeah. they called? Teammates. Teammates. Yeah. yeah. Playmates. <laughs> playmates. <laughs> yeah, you just have to like trust them and be like they'll get it in. And also, if they don't, then it's fine. Yeah, but... it is fine. Obviously, you know, no goal attack or goal shoot will get every yeah. shot in. That's so maybe it's a control thing. Yeah, probably it probably is. Um, like I'm not here claiming that I'm like an amazing shooter, but I think I'm probably okay. Yeah. And but I don't get all my shots in. And I was I was a little disappointed that I had a few shots on Wednesday that I thought I kind of, they hit you know the rim of the of the hoop but didn't and then bounced out instead of bouncing in. That's so painful. Which is really painful, especially because netball hoops 
don't have a backboard mm. so whereas in basketball they have a backboard so you can you can often like it can rebound off the backboard back into the net so with netball you really you do have to just get it into it the so net precise. it does have to be more precise and I always admire shooters and say wow how do, how do you get that in? it's cool and it's like it's so satisfying when you get a goal in yeah. it's so sad because you I think because I like what well, okay I think I can pinpoint it to that I like knowing I've had a tangible impact on the team a measurable impact <laughs> by scientifically proven yes. I can say I scored this goal mm-hmm. whereas if you're in a position where you don't score goals yeah. you can value your your contribution but it's not so measurable see I'm just happy to be part of it and I like to be measured <laughs> fair enough I'm just like I'm just like really happy that we like together I'm just like you know like we worked really well as a team and then that happened I just want to be I just want to belong yeah I think. no and that's I I was in such a good mood after we played on Wednesday yeah. it was our first game um we had a couple of people who hadn't played for very many years I mean I hadn't played since uni um and we were we lost 210 but we like I didn't care like I don't care that we lost we were never gonna win that game we we it was the first time we'd ever played together as a team we all played really really well I was so happy to be with some of my friends um and like just hang out it wasn't that cold as well and mm. uh, w- one thing that was quite funny is because we you know obviously we were rookies um halfway through because they have quarters so uh, 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 after the first quarter so actually not halfway through after the first quarter one of the umpires took up took our team to the side and was like here are some of the basic rules oh, no. can't run with the ball yeah. you can't step your she was actually being a little bit harsh but i know she was trying to trying to be friendly yeah. and like help us you meant to catch it yeah well obviously we <laughs> know that catch the ball she was being a bit harsh with our she's with our footwork she said oh, that yeah. we were like you know like because you know when you catch the ball you can only like then pivot you yeah. can't like then run with it or when you're doing a throw-in your foot can't touch the line mm. like a couple of times we'd done throw-ins and she said they weren't right and then the yeah. ball was given to the other team I think you know what I mean like I part of a learning curve is, yeah and we will just get better yeah. and that's what I'm actually looking forward to is in future weeks yeah. seeing our improvement and the endorphins the yeah endorphins. we all went for a drink at Spoons oh, afterwards nice. in Highbury um, and like it just was like really nice bonding yeah. like to do and it's just like we were all just in really good yeah. mood in like a good mood yeah see I often do feel in a good mood after netball but sometimes I feel in a really fucking bad mood after netball right yeah because I get like very in my head when mm. things start to like take a downturn and you mm. know like when it's like you're kind of like competing and you're almost at that same place yeah and then when it starts to slip and it's kind of like okay we're in the last quarter the first like this other team's like winning oh it's a bad part of myself I kind of just like internally just go mm, okay yeah. then I guess I'll just fucking give up and I then like have like a really bad like narrative mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. myself I'm just like you missed that you're gonna miss the next one yeah <laughs> fucking yeah, idiot piece of shit <laughs> yeah you yeah. know I do I like very cruel to myself during that one. I, I basically kind of like self-destruct sometimes mm. which is not good I think that's something that both of us have to work on like I yeah. for sure have that but also have that critical internal dialogue that's kind of like if I if I miss row or if it, you know I had a couple of shots that didn't go in and I was like a bit down on myself but I had to realize like you can't be the best and you're not always going to be the best that you can be as well like it's not yeah but I, then there's also competition there's numbers there, there is competition now you're losing now I hate myself so we're in a recreational league and I think that that takes a bit of the pressure off the competition mm. um, I don't know is yours like there's like beginner intermediate yeah. and advanced advanced yeah so what, what league are you in we are like we're in intermediate at the moment but we're like we're just good enough intermediate and we're way too good for beginners okay so it's a really hard position for us to be Ooh, in because yeah. when we first got into intermediate we were like losing so 
badly. Mm. Um, and then when we got back into beginners, we were like beating everyone. It was yeah, just boring. That's hard. And so now we're back into intermediate. We're kind of like we're closing the gap between yeah. like losing, but we're still mainly losing. So that's better though, I think. Yeah, it is better. Because it's more challenging. On but you. I also don't. I hate losing. No, yeah, losing's not fun. But it you, sucks. But it's not really that fun if you're if you just dominate all the time and you only ever no, win. No, what you want is like a good match where like you've definitely earned it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a hard balance. Yeah, anyway, that's a whole spiel. About anyway, you never played netball. And you never desired to. This actually it and works. Now you know how to play. Yeah, there are leagues all over. Yeah. Um, London and in other places as well. You might feel happy or you might get angry and cry. We so. are not being paid by any league to promote netball. No. So like, don't. Also, if you have a bad experience, you can tell us if you like. Mm. But like, we might not give a shit. So whatever. Anyway, so this week the ball is in your court. Yes. Well, I mean, it was in my court when I was playing netball. It was yeah. in my netball court. Yeah. Um, no, the ball is in my court this week. Um, and I would like to talk about casual relationships mm. and particularly navigating relationships during the pandemic, both casual and are non. We still in the pandemic? That's a good question, actually. Are we still in the pandemic? <laughs> Not so that I made us a huge tangent. Um, but yes. are we talking about now still? I think we're still talking about now. Okay. I don't think we're out the other side yet. Probably not. No. I'm actually getting my booster jab are you? next week. I've been sent the link thing. Yeah. So I because I because I had mine a bit earlier than our age group. Yeah. Um. So I I've now had six months since my yeah. second jab and and so I I'm now getting a booster next week and but also because we're entering winter which is a difficult period mm. for illness in general oh, okay. I would still say we're not over we're still in a pandemic. Okay. So we're talking about dating in the pandemic which yes. is happening right now. And all and it, and also with a like kind of a particular focus on casual relationships. Yeah. Yeah. as well so that's what we i'd like to talk about this week um pandemic so it started if we kind <laughs> of the pandemic started <laughs> in 2020 no it did in march 2020 <laughs> during that period of time i was in a committed relationship um we then broke up in august of 2020 my ex and i um i would say that the pandemic had an impact on it and it's actually been a very common thing that a lot it's been the pandemic has been make or break for a lot yeah. of relationships it's created new relationships but it's also broken <laughs> many many um i wouldn't say that the, pan- the pandemic itself was the reason that we broke up i'd probably say it was maybe the nail in the coffin if you will mm, yeah. um and it was kind of time we and my ex and i are still good friends and um we care about each other a lot but it was it wasn't working relationship wise so i then spent probably quite a lot uh probably maybe nine or ten months coming into 2020 uh, 2021 rather um, single it, that was quite easy because it was that we were in a lot of lockdowns yeah you were meant to be single yeah I, I but I didn't want to do the whole dating over zoom thing mm. or going to a park and not t- not like not being allowed like you, like thinking like if I'm gonna kiss you you might kill me you know that <laughs> kind of anxiety I don't really like that anxiety yeah. with with dating yeah um so I decided just to work on myself um which was a good period of time for you me feel like you genuinely did I think I did work on myself. You know when some people say, yeah, I'm just going to work myself. And then yeah. basically they just like stay still. Yeah, 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 yeah. You month and then go, okay, right, and now I'm ready to date. No, I think um, I think I, I it was actually a good time in, in the sense that in the previous years when I had tried to work on myself, I hadn't really. Yeah. Um, and this, I think this period of time, I had a lot of time in my house work, you know, um, I was doing my online maths tutoring, but I wasn't um, like seeing as many people. And I did actually kind of do a lot of mental 
all work. I have a long way to go, but like, you know, mental health is a, is a battle. Um, well, mental illness is a battle rather. Mental <laughs> health is just a constant. Um, ever present. Yes. Um, so then in June 2021, I downloaded Hinge. Mm. And... I fucking hate Hinge. Oh, what? Okay, I we've got different views no, on Hinge then because like I, so I can't be bothered to answer that stupid damn question. And the, prompts... the fact that you have to like I don't know, it's just way too complicated. It feels like a labyrinth, and I hate it. Okay, I disagree because I at first I was a bit intimidated by the prompts. I was like, what the fuck are these? Like, yeah. what's my recent shower thought? Or like, yeah. or like, where would I want to go on a date? Or like things like that. I thought some of the prompts were a bit stupid, but it does give you the opportunity to be funny, which yeah. I'm sure you were on it. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. subjective, isn't it? But like, I did. I I decide it, it gives you a bit of an opportunity to show a bit more of your personality than just pictures but and I like that really show your personality though on dating apps. I think you can a bit for sure because mm. and that's also helps the prompts help to inform me who mm. I'm gonna match with see I'm kind of like the opposite like I hate too much writing I'm a kind of like if I'm on a dating app then my bio is basically just wearing bait maybe in an emoji but I won't add anything Ooh, else an emoji yeah just like I just have like we'll have a few photos I guess in a way maybe I guess I'm trying to communicate mm. a bit about myself but the idea of writing anything I, I find most jokes on um on dating apps cringy most summaries of people like put me off and mm. i just think like most of it i just i steer away from and the less less is more for right. me right okay fair but i know other people don't so have you over the what's what have your relationships been over the pandemic mine yeah yours I we were talking about yours first no we are i guess oh, we yeah, are no, okay so i was just yours, yeah, i mean yeah. so yeah since um june 2020 i've just been like dating basically quite casually um this is this is something i was doing at uni um because and and it's something that i quite enjoy in terms of like not committing i i like but i want to be clear that this isn't just casual sex i it's it's finding people who you enjoy spending some time with like i you know you go on a few dates you realize that there's a vibe but you don't see yourself with them long term you just see you just like trust because i mean i do there needs to be some basic level of trust for me mm-hmm. that and so i do have to get to know them a bit like yeah. you know um i like like going on a few dates i've done quite a lot of activity dates like i've what i've played um Golf? i've been to bounce yeah bounce, bounce a few times yeah i played ping pong what do you mean bounce 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 is like a ping pong oh, um oh God, table tennis no 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 it's, trampolining class. it's a table tennis like club oh, thing okay yeah okay it's which is quite fun it's yeah. like um you go and you can like book a table and then you can have drinks and stuff and because yeah. i love i've always loved racket sports yeah. you know as yeah. you all know we play tennis balls on your court yeah um back to the balls um so i like playing table tennis because i I am relatively good at it so i think it's a good way to show a bit of dominance (laughs) at the beginning um yeah whereas in other parts of the relationship i like to not be Ah, dominant am i though um so i i've done like quite a lot of that i've been bowling a couple of times seen a few films the question is though when um if you're casually dating how much do you actually need to do the dating bit that's the bit I find before hard to what? navigate before like it so if you want to not and not everyone does if you then want to start a sexual relationship with sexual relationship with one or multiple of these people at the same time 
time. <laughs> at the same time, yeah. people can do that. Um, how much do you need the kind of preamble? I'm the worst person to ask this, Maddie. No, I'm not. I mean, it's more of a rhetorical oh, question. Rhetorical question. Okay. So for me, I do need to go on a couple a couple of dates to establish also that I'm like that I'm attracted to them, like as a person, but I that I like their personality and you know that there is yeah. physical attraction as well, so that I can feel safe if I then want to have a sexual relationship with them. Um, I think that it is also it's quite nice going on some dates. That's that's what I found. I was a bit scared mm. at the beginning, having been in a two and a half year relationship, which was very comfortable. Um, it's it's hard putting yourself back out there. I guess have you dated in London before? Not really, no, because I dated in Cambridge where yeah. I was at uni, and and I did that kind of casually. Like I was on Tinder, but I didn't. I never really liked Tinder. Yeah. It's a bit seedy. I like see. I like Tinder. Okay, Tinder is actually my app of choice. Right. Um, Why do you like Tinder? It's just simple. Because it's just like swipe, swipe. Well, it's but, it, but everything's just swipe, swipe, really. All it is is just it takes you longer to bloody swipe on the other thing, so you have mm. to read more. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, it's just swiping. You don't like reading. I don't. I can't read. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Illiteracy. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm, I can see <laughs> why reading is an issue. But I quite like, I don't know, I think also, again, I think it might also be different because I'm on dating apps to meet women. Mm -hmm. Men on dating apps, I've heard. They're a bit more basic. Yeah. Yeah, what do you, Yeah. what like, do you mean? What What have you heard? Well, there's just a higher proportion of gross people. Oh, oh I yeah. I just feel. Probably. Well, I mean, I don't know. I honestly, I'm not really well, I guess sure. I we, neither of us We've neither, we've neither dabbled in the other <laughs> no. side of it, but well, there, oh, there are, I mean, there are loads of gross men on dating apps. Yes, that's why I'm, yeah, that's why But I'm, there I'm, are. And I've heard, though, like, probably gross like, women. Tinder. Yeah, there are gross women, but there, I guess they're all something... creepy men. Yeah, I feel like there's something less threatening. Well, I don't know, not threatening. Or maybe I. Mm, I, I guess I'm more just like disgusted by right um, yeah. by men. By men. Okay, yeah. fair yeah. enough. That's your own view. But, but in my head, like on Tinder, I don't know. It just feels more simple. It mm -hmm. feels safe. I don't have okay. to like go through this back alley to like yeah like you in this way and then respond this thing. It's just like swipe swipe and yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's simple. But and it like that. It has a reputation Tinder for now just being kind of quite sordid like it's it's just like a hookup app yeah hookup app and it's not like and I'm okay with like like kind of just like having yeah. like casual hookups but I I like a bit of dating first I'm not so yeah. um I find that there's a bit of an expectation maybe maybe that's just what I, I feel so. but I've there's a bit of an expectation that. on tinder that you're going to have sex with them see I think that's a heterosexual thing maybe I think heterosexual tinder um is like that I don't know from people I've met lots of straight people that have said like it is like like that but from my perspective mm. I don't find that and also like I am like when you are like a woman of like other women like there is just a smaller pool yeah yeah so you're not just getting every Tom, Dick and Harry from all over like mm. the country like it's, no you're getting every you're Lola, getting... Mary and Shelley <laughs> yeah, from basically it it's just I don't know I don't know but there's also lots of really shitty like lesbian dating apps like there's mm. this app called, uh, which is just like fucking what's, what's that what's that one like it sucks it's uh, just sounds shit. like it's run by like Cosmo magazine or something yeah and it basically Basically, it has like the whole setup, like it is, but it's really hard to find a good. I mean, all dating apps are first in the end. Oh yeah, but I'm I like I match with so I accept. I match with so many people. No, no, no. I'm saying I accept the ma very, very few matches. Oh, right. Very, very. I'm very. I filter so.
so much. Yeah. Um, like I. What do you feel to buy? It's like Tell there's an your... initial vibe, right? You get an okay. initial vibe of do they look like a friendly person? Also, is there uh, is there a bit of an a, phys- a physical attraction? So this is just my experience with men. Um, I haven't ever tried to date a woman yet. I can't yes. say I can't say that I won't I in the future. Um, but at least at the moment, my experience is based on men. Um, and I find that like what their picture, like how what their pictures are showing is quite indicative of how they are as a person. I don't like lots of selfies, but I also don't like loads of group pictures where you don't even know who you're like. It's a balance, isn't it? You're like who is he? Who have I even matched with? Because they've got like five people in the picture. So um, I also I don't like when one of their prompts is um, debate this Pine- oh. pineapple on pizza question mark. Stop. It's the so most basic. basic prompt. So men oh. out men out there who are listening, do not put that on your prompts. It's yeah. so boring. I don't want to debate pineapple on pizza also, with you. Also, like, who starts a conversation with someone? Debate this. Can you imagine yeah. a stranger came up to you and was like, debate, debate this. this? Yeah. Fucking kick them in the shit. Also, because my view of pineapple on pizza is, I don't give a shit. If you want pineapple <laughs> on your pizza, eat it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actively chosen to have it on my pizza, but it it's like, it, I don't, it, like, I, it's not that weird to me. No. If you do want to have it, fine. It's like, a bit 2010 kind of like debate. It's like, it's boring. It's not good humour. It's, it's, it's boring. Yeah. I don't really want to debate that. So that's going to put me off. Okay. Um, I also get put off, mm, this is maybe just me specific, but people talk a lot about Formula One. No. Oh, that specifically. That is a very special <laughs> thing. When, like, guys Formula are just like, what do I do? Like, how, because one of the key prompts that people use is, um, or at least on Hinge, is like, how do I spend my Sundays? And then a lot of people put like, oh, I like lying and then watch Formula One and like, maybe go for a beer. Well, missing wank in there yeah, well, like, I'm sure, like 10 wanks um, <laughs> yeah. for, for them. Um, and I just like, Formula One to me is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just That's don't, fucking I don't care about Formula One. Yeah. Um, See, a put off for me is when people are like, weirdly aggressive. Okay. Like something like, if you just like, want to like, fucking like, leave me, then you can just fuck off. Oh, wow. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, Do a lot of girls say that? Oh, uh, like, to like, something to that effect. A lot of it is also like, if you just want, um, if you just want to me to have sex with you and your boyfriend, you can just fuck off. Ooh. Because okay. like, you, I guess some people do get a lot of that. There but, is an app, isn't there, for where you can yeah. like, meet um, couples yeah. and you can be the third or yeah, yeah. like, but I guess like, probably couple. a lot of people like, annoyed me by that all the time. Mm. Um, but for me, it's just, it's just like, it's aggressive. It's, it's such an unnecessarily aggressive, like, first line representation yeah. of who you are. Or, yeah, like, yeah. Anything that's kind of like, I hate this. Any negativity, I'm mm. like, no, thank you. Yeah, don't tell me what you hate exactly. before you even told me what you like. Yeah. Be positive. Or also, do you know what I hate? Bad mum. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yourself away. It's I think that must, that's basic. more of a female thing. That's well, that's like that's because... the equivalent of kind of one piece of the yeah. to both. Like, yeah, plant mum or like oh, just like anything like that. Vegan. It's just it's too... yeah. But I guess maybe because do you mean that you wouldn't want to date a vegan or you just don't like somebody who has like based their whole identity yes. on being a vegan? But this is see, this is my problem also with like bios and dating apps. It's like people and I guess the bios make you do this but it's like you have to basically just like stereotype yourself or you just have to like you know just be very reductive you do it's just like how can you summarise who you are with just like two lines it will always go wrong it will always go wrong and I 
just I guess like probably the only ones I've ever found funny is just a slight kind of humorous just one line two line mm. just kind of quick and that doesn't really reveal too much because you can't know someone at all mm. or you can get a vibe but sometimes the vibe is totally wrong anyway but you just can't know someone really so you kind of just have to take a chance to be like okay your photos look kind of nice you're kind of attractive because at the end of the day mm. yes like you can't really tell their personality but to an extent you can tell if you're kind of attracted to that person yeah obviously that a changes bit. completely though when you see them in 3D yeah but like you know at the end of the day the photos matter the most because just as if, if there were no dating apps all you know about someone is just oh I can see you you kind of look hot guess I'll go talk to you yeah. and that's kind of just in a way what you're trying to replicate you don't see someone like standing with a banner saying plant mom and yeah. you're like okay <laughs> I guess I'll talk to you yeah so, so yeah. you're put off by those things yes when in dating apps so do you I'm think I'm just put off by all dating apps really I'm not on any of them right now yeah so okay so don't look for cat <laughs> yeah. on the dating apps um I'm only on hinge I've been told I've been told about bumble but I think that's going down in people's so I read, I read this really interesting article about someone who was like talking about all these dating apps and someone was like I basically just became really obsessed and did started um, getting spreadsheets and doing like research on mm. my dating app usage because I wanted to meet someone but I was also getting depressed by using it so I thought I'd turn it into a research project okay. and they said that they had the most matches and most successful message to date thing from Tinder and the worst from Bumble mm. and apparently because I think Bumble is women have to I think you have to yeah a woman has to approach which also can I just say how the fuck does that work for a companion? Yeah, how does that work if it's woman on woman? And does it's it both work? Do at the same time. Does it work? Is it? Are you? Can you have man, man, or man, man, or? I don't know. What if you also? What if you don't identify as a as a particular gender? Exactly. I'm what sure if you're non-binary? How up. does that work? I don't know. I don't know. We should take the same damn Bumble. We should, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bumble. Shut down. We're out to get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So I've never used Bumble. Um, the question I think to kind of come back to like the whole casual relationships thing is: Do you do you need to like? Do you th- do you like casual do you think that you can have casual relationships and not become attached from you because like um, I mean I know I know I can do yeah. you think you can so probably my track record says no but I am also aware life hopefully is long and so I am open to seeing how life will change but so far in my life basically it's been no um I just kind of feel like I I don't intentionally not want to casually date I actually would love to casually date okay. I constantly also attempt to yeah. casually date and then like end up messaging someone like never let me do that ever again yeah. like I don't know I just think I am very selective mm-hmm. as you probably can hear <laughs> about you know the connections I want to have with people mm-hmm. and so I only really want to have that like physical connection with someone if I really like them otherwise like I just don't respond physically and emotionally right. like I just it won't flow for me and I, I'm very black and white about whether I feel connection with someone and either completely yes or don't touch me yeah. I, it's, I don't really have a grey area of sort of well I guess I can see where this goes mm. which has its drawbacks and like advantages but it's very like bodily felt like mm. I just won't relax like physically with that person so it just won't work so I kind of have that barrier but I would like to because you know you can get certain physical needs like met but I just it just doesn't work for me mm. so basically I try to every like you know I'm single at the moment and I've really been enjoying it for the first time in my life I can actually honestly say I really feel happy being single Mm-hmm. even had my dream last night when I was walking down the street and I thought to myself wow isn't it great to be alone like I honestly think this is the first time you know I've been in and out of like put that on your prompt I should <laughs> yeah that'll attract them exactly I just want to be alone yeah um you know I've been like in intense emotional relationships as you know yes since you've known me since well we've known each other for a while yeah but yeah I'm like you know I've kind of very all in I am all in but like selectively I'm not all in with any randomer no no it's like you know if I feel 
feel like I feel something with someone, I am um, like committed and I'm like ready to do that. But I'm very, yeah. So I'm just kind of in that phase where I don't want to go all in. I don't have the energy to go all in. So you don't I want guess, to go at all. So I guess I'm not going at all. Yeah. I guess I'll stay here. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't understand how anyone can like like casually date. Mm. The idea that you can have sex with someone and then I don't know that and that and the sex will be good because mm. I know you can, like yeah you can have sex with someone and like not talk to them like I'm, I can totally understand that that concept. Yeah. But having good sex, like right. having really good sex with someone and then it not going anywhere, I don't understand how that works because surely if it was so good you'd want to carry on. So if you if it's if it's if it's not carrying on then surely it couldn't have been good. Does that make sense? I get you, but you can have casual relationships with people where you have good sex and that's really the basis of the relationship, is that you have a good physical connection but you don't actually have that emotional connection. Yeah. Sex, the, that, the, the key thing is, and that I found, is you can have you can have good sex without an emotional connection, but that the best sex has emotional connection. Mm. You get me? So yeah. like, so, but you can still have good, like, like good relationship. Really good. Well, I mean, I, I, like, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. what is, like, yeah. you you know this isn't a sex podcast we're not we're not here we're not all just we're not here just talking about like sex and stuff but like these well, we are we could um these are our own experiences and what i what i have found is that i am very i i can detach myself i can just see sex as just like a fun physical act and it not really mean that i'm in love with them or like i i think i find it hard to fall in love i mean i'm only 25 so i've got a lot of time to go hopefully but um i don't think that love is a prerequisite for sex. I think that yeah. it, it's, it's well, not necessarily. I don't feel like love is prerequisite for sex. I just feel like strong connection. Okay. Like kind of like I guess maybe I guess maybe it's a version of love, but maybe like it's more like as in a strong connection with someone. Mm-hmm. Like I've had sex with people that I'm like not sure if I love them yet. Yeah. But I felt like a strong connection. I guess maybe on like a sort of soul level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be a bit lame. Well, like, I don't know how else <laughs> to like describe that. As in like it's not just like oh we really connect like we're vibing like intellectually. It's more like I don't know. I some like you know in my stomach I yeah, feel yeah. like we have something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would love to see. I would actually love to emotionally attach. And like mm. that's why I keep on like you know I was only just date like casually dating someone like in March mm. and like oh you know and every time I try and do it and then I realize this fucking sucks for me. Why yeah. am I putting myself? I think it's also maybe a little bit of shame also. I'm not. I don't know if it's shame. I feel a bit embarrassed about the fact that I can't casually date because I think it is quite. It's a very like young person thing to do and quite a modern thing to do. And I guess in terms of you know like sort of sex positivity has almost in a way sort of yeah. gone a little bit to the extent that it's like you feel like you must be you should having, you should be having you should be having loads of sex exactly you should yeah. be having loads of like casual sex and that's the right thing to do and i guess maybe that's why i keep myself into like sort of dating situations where it's not actually that great but at least i can say i'm dating yeah Does that makes sense i get what you're saying um i personally just think everybody everybody is individual i mean that's not a that's not that very that's, that's not deep. very that's insightful <laughs> i know that's not very insightful but um everyone's different some people just can't it like casual things don't mesh with them they they either don't want to do anything physical with somebody that they don't have a strong connection with which is kind of what you're describing or they um actually just like maybe you don't really like sex that much you don't have to like sex like sex isn't always great like i've had different experiences sometimes great sometimes not so great like it's you know and i don't claim to be an expert in it either um there's only so much empirical data i'm working with (laughs) 
Um, I'm just going on emotions. But I think that I like sometimes it just being a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, and particularly right now, because I don't feel emotionally that I have the capacity to be in a committed relationship right mm. now. Um, I hope I will in, in the future. And, you know, I at least have proven to myself, having been in a two and a half year relationship, that I can do it. Mm. Um, it's not, you know, there was a time at uni where I was a bit worried that I was like broken. <laughs> because I never <laughs> want, I honestly nuts. just did not feel strong feelings towards any any of the guys that I went on a date with or anything like that like yeah. I didn't care like and and some and I have had experiences including this summer when I've been dating where the guys have been more attached than I have or like they've developed more feelings and part of me feels a bit guilty like well why why can't I feel that but it's not that I can't it's that I just don't really want to and it's not right mm-hmm. and I, I, I need to not beat myself up about that and just kind of try and go with the flow go with the flow, with the flow. and also just just being honest about where you're at like honest with yourself and honest with the person that mm. you're seeing because yeah. it wouldn't be honest for me to like say that yeah I'm just like actually dating and then just being like be my girlfriend <laughs> yeah let's be together which, so, I, which I don't do I picked out a wedding menu yeah which I guess is also I, to be fair actually I do actually say you know when you do start dating you're not gonna be like I'm actually looking for a relationship you mm. do kind of go yeah, just, just see just seeing what's happened because like, I mean that is like yeah. yeah but yeah everyone's different and sometimes I guess in a way sometimes it's not just it's just not that deep mm. And you can just have a bit of fun, and I wish you could do that. Also, yeah. it's not that deep that I can't. Yeah, it's okay that you it's can't. Fine. So you and I just we've established over this yes. this balls in your court episode <laughs> that. I feel much more able to have casual relationships and it's actually kind of the the way that I am conducting yeah. relationships kind of at the moment. And I'm broken. And you're broken. <laughs> no, no, that you're currently not really seeking mm. anything in terms of relationship, yeah. but when you do, you want something that's more committed. Yeah. So, and that's fine. And we've, we've got the conclusion. We have the conclusion. The co- I think the conclusion is it out. all kinds of relationships are fine. Yes. Um, also, I do want to caveat that by, by saying like, I, like I like to do I do like to get to know them the, the people that I go on dates with I, and I, some people I don't vibe with and yeah. like I'll go on one date and it'll be like nah um, and that's just it you know but you kind of like I do have a, I suppose I do as I do have a bigger pool than, than you I think yes. available to me yes I guess um, I don't know what percentage of that population I have we'll see with the census I don't data. know yeah although I don't think that data is very representative Probably is it because a lot of people especially because it's such it's put in such boxes isn't it heterosexual gay like it's not it doesn't show the fluidity of sexuality which is kind of like maybe a bit or like I mean I kind of believe as I said, yes. Do you know I I actually totally seconds. agree with you. I actually read an article the other day that was like that we should we we should assume that everyone is bisexual unless yeah. kind of proven otherwise. But like I think some people would disagree with that. Well, and that's I, something... I remember actually saying that in my house once, and yeah, a few yeah. family members were like, "What? No. I have I don't never like... found a man attractive." Yeah, yeah. It's actually it's mainly like... coming from men, though, isn't Whoa, it? But okay, I'm sorry. That this is what I found yeah. that men will that often men will feel that that's an attack yeah. on, on them as a person or their bravado, their, yeah. their masculinity to suggest that they might have been attracted to men. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole homosexual yeah. problem. But there is also like lots of gay people that say, well, actually, homosexual, I mean, homophobic problem. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like some gay people would be like, well, actually, I know I'm gay. Stop trying to heteronormativity. That's not a word. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, this has nicely come oh to the God. end. Oh my God. You wrote down 45 minutes as ideal. And when you look at that, 
45, 45 minutes. minutes. We've been there chat, chat, chatting away. Um, so today we chatted a bit about SAD. We talked about some netball. And, um, and we also, uh, the main focus was kind of dating, dating apps, casual relationships. And we hope you've enjoyed, really. Yeah. We're going to keep doing these podcasts because we like doing them. We just like talking to each other. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>